0: You're listening to the Digital Learners Podcast, episode number three. This is Ishan Chan and you're listening to Digital Learners, the podcast focused on helping you leverage new ways of learning to build your talent stack and create a more fulfilling career. I'll share my personal journey as well as stories from people who are challenging the status quo in how they learn, network and shape their career. The future of work is the future of learning. You never know what you might discover if you try something new. I'm so excited to share with you today's interview with Ruby Lee. Ruby is a side hustle coach and she's dedicated her life and business to enable early stage entrepreneurs create options in their career and abundance on their own terms, some whilst balancing a day job as well. Now, Ruby also has a background in recruitment. Most recently, she was uh, the job whisperer as part of Indeed's campaign. And today we talk about how Ruby helps side hustlers build their hustle muscle through her Own Your Hustle community and she shares her insight into the recruitment industry on how to stand out as a candidate to land your ideal job. Ruby and I actually connected with each other on Instagram about the same time she launched her Own Your Hustle community. And ever since then, we've been working together on all her personal branding photos as part of her original launch and her rebrand. And I can't wait to share with you the photos from our latest shoot together. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce you to Ruby Lee. Let's get started on today's episode. Hi Ruby, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'd love for you to introduce yourself to everyone. What do you do, and how has curiosity led you to where you are today? Hi, Ishan. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Very, very cool.
1: So excited to see all of this come to life for you as well. So extremely honored to be a guest on here. So my name is Ruby Lee. I am, I guess you could say an online entrepreneur. It never used to be that way. In fact, you know, in the, in the most part of this year, it's really been about moving online, but now I'm fully stepping into that. So my business is online and it's all about helping side hustlers create businesses of their dreams. So the reason for this is because I was side hustling for the better part of four years almost. And in that time, it was just, you know, it was a real kind of self-discovery for, for me. I was working a full-time job in recruitment, really successful, climbing the corporate ladder. You know, ticking all the right boxes. But there was always this calling to just start something on the side. You know, do something that you know is a little creative. I get to have full control over it. A uh, bit of a project, but also at the same time be able to help people with my skill set and expand that. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so my side hustle at the time was in career coaching and career transition. helping a lot of people uh, with you know redundancies or big career changes Uh, I was working with individuals who wanted to take full 180s in their career and I loved that space so I did that for four years and it wasn't until earlier uh, this year so I still remember March 22nd was my last day as a side hustler officially Uh, was the time I decided to take that big leap and go all in with my business. And now I coach side hustlers all around the world.
0: Thanks, Ruby. Now, I'm a member of your Own Your Hustle community as well. And what I really love about the learning experience is a couple of things. One is that we get to interact with you throughout the whole learning process, be it with your weekly Facebook lives, your Instagram lives, your group coaching calls, and the option to have one-on-one coaching as well. And that's completely different to, say, you know, learning from other learning providers out there where you don't necessarily have a relationship with who's delivering the content to you. And the other thing I love about it is that the learning experience is not just limited to during the course. Everyone's so supportive of each other. And it's so great to meet others who are facing similar challenges in balancing a side hustle with a career as well so ruby how is it that you attract such soul aligned people to your community so for me i had this overall
1: intention that if i was still side hustling and i put myself back in the shoes of me doing that for four years i really thought about what i wanted out of a community out of uh, a coach, even someone who could help support me in this time, whether it was, you know, to take that leap and leave my full-time job or whether it was just about creating a sense of energy and balance, right? So I thought, you know what, there's nothing out there at the moment that serves me. So why not just create it? Now, everything that I've done is really based on the philosophy of don't do as I say, don't, but do what I do as what I do or that, however that saying goes. But, you know, for me, I really wanted an accessible community for individuals all around the world who are currently side hustling and who have that, you know, the very sort of similar challenges as you've just described. You know, many people in my community are working full time. They are balancing a you know, kids, and they're balancing busy lives. Some of them are full-time carers. Some of them are university students, and you know that, in effect, is full time. And then you know they're wanting to create a side business uh, in whatever net time they have left. So, with all of that comes a community that's like, "Oh my gosh, I have exactly the same challenge." Or, "How did you know that I'm going through the exact same thing?" Because. I went through that for four years and now my entire world is about side hustles. And I think it's equally about understanding the psyche of being a side hustler for, you know, for the four years that I was in it, but also really, really connecting uh, with individuals who are currently in the thick of it, which is why I do my live streams. You know, every Wednesday I sit down in the Facebook group have a Wednesday wine and talk about the wine down. It's like, what is going down? What's going on? Tell me exactly what's happening. And that's really twofold. One is the community come together and connect. I mean, it gets like hundreds and hundreds of views. But also it's just for me to be like, guys, you've got this. You know what? Yes, some weeks are slower than others. Yes, some weeks feel like, yes, you're on top of the mountain. You've done massive things. And it's the peak in the flow that you can come into a place that feels like an energetic home for your hustle and be like, okay, I've got a backing of amazing people in this community that can, you know, bring it all together. And no matter what emotions you're bringing in,
0: you know, we're able to all temper it and be there to support each other. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Ruby, one thing that stands out to me with your Hustlepreneur VIP group, which is the monthly membership site, is how committed people are. They sign themselves up, and within the first few days of joining the group, everyone's sharing their welcome message, their commitment notes, and it's just so rare to see so many people come together proactively with such great levels of commitment.
1: Yeah. And, you know, coming back to that question about how do you draw in solar line clients? A lot of it is because I'm just unapologetically who I am. People who see that resonate with it will join others that are just really repelled by it. Maybe I'm too much energy or whatever it is, they're not going to join. Right. So they're coming in with already that intention to move forward in their side hustles. And they know that there's something about me and the community that's going to help them with that. Right. And that's going to mean something different for everybody, but on the inside, so all the inner work that I do as an individual, as a coach, as someone who's leading this community, is really about writing out. Now, you know how much I love my journaling. So it's like writing out the intentions of any group, any program I start. And I actually call in an individual, like right down to the very, very like, tiny details that you wouldn't even think about writing about, but I do. So an example is, you know, I'm currently working. I I currently call in, you know, people who are working nine to five who have amazing skill set to share with the world. They're balancing kids. And yes, it can be tough sometimes, but the call of the hustle is they're excited, you know, where they're excited, where they re-energize, where their soul sets a light. And you know, when they do step into a program of mine, they do all the work because they're the 1% of the 1% of people who know that they're not just building a hobby business they're building an asset for their lives that's going to help them down the track in the future that they can draw on so like I I've just said that without reading it out because it's just what I know intrinsically around what my tribe are made up of and, and the type of souls
0: that they are. Fantastic. Now, one thing I've noticed with many side hustlers who are balancing a day job as well is that one thing we have in common is that we find it hard to scale. Can you tell us more about how you help side hustlers build their hustle muscle. (laughs) Oh, look, and scaling, you know,
1: it can be literally such a slippery slope because it means something different to everybody. You know, scaling in my early days was really just about getting brand awareness out there. So I wasn't thinking at all about monetizing. For me, in my mind, the process was grow the brand, get recognized, and then the right people will see you, find you, and then, you know, you're able to monetize from there. For me, where I am now in my business is really about leveling up the income dial, really about you know getting my message out there. It's not even about earning more money for money's sake. It's about what money is as a vehicle to help you actually create resources for more people. It's helping me, you know, have a bigger stage to share my message with not just hundreds but with thousands and soon tens of thousands, you know. So there's been a lot in there for me in terms of my own personal scaling journey. But if you are just starting out and you're thinking, oh, I just want to earn Heaps of money. That's not where you, you can't start there because there is so much more inner work to be done. You know, soul searching, looking at things like your why. Thank you, Simon Sinek. Looking at things like your values, your personal brand, what you actually want to give to the world. If you don't start with those foundations, you don't have a foundation to scale. So, Spend time on it, give it time to simmer, ask people around you, hey, you know, bounce off people like your mentors, maybe even a mastermind group, a community like the Own Your Hustle community where you can just be like, this is what I'm thinking, which happens a lot, right? Like a lot of people are like, look, I don't know if this is clear, but can I just bounce it off you guys? And then they're on their way. It's like, yes, thank you. That's what I needed, the validation that I needed. Find validation in your foundation And then start thinking about mindset, what you need to do to get your your headspace right in order to scale, because scaling's hard, it's uncomfortable. And then start to think about all the strategy that's involved with actually gaining that money flow into your business.
0: Yeah. And speaking of strategies now, can you give us an idea of the different offers and the courses that you have for different stages of their business? How can people learn how to hustle with you? Okay. So I'm the type of coach
1: because I'm highly creative that I'm not that type. That'll be like step one to 10. This is how you work with me. I have offers coming out, every single month. Like I have a hundred ideas that, are not just ideas, they actually come to life, but I just know and feel into that offer. And I'm like, right, people need to hear this from me now. If you're just starting out, I'd recommend, you know, anyone to come and join the hustlepreneur VIP membership group, you know, so that's like my lowest end offer. It's uh, currently $48 a month to join because early birds are over, but that's, you know, doors open once a month at the moment. Um, perhaps even um, bi-monthly soon just because, um, you know, I want to keep the community really tight. But that's a place to start. And then from there, there are always programs around personal branding. Side Hustle Slingshot is a 10-day workshop where literally it's exactly what it sounds like. It is a slingshot. It helps you build the tools that you need so that you can power forward in a relatively short period of time. It's very intense. Uh, And then I've got other courses coming out like Blade which is a coaching platform for coaches, really helping online coaches scale and grow. And I've got so many more new programs coming out. So the best way is just to uh, click into the programs tab in rubylead.co and you can just keep updated with all the
0: um, creative new courses that are coming out. Awesome. Now, Ruby, it's been so exciting to follow your campaign as Indeed's job whisperer over the last couple of months with your TV and media opportunities. Now, I'd love your insight into how sourcing for talent has changed over the years since you've been in recruitment. And what advice can you give to those who are looking to stand out but don't necessarily have the traditional resume for that role? Sure. So I was a recruiter for
1: over 10 years before I started my own business. I still have such a heart for it. One thing I've really noticed in that last decade is the swing between the employer market and the candidate market. We are now in a period you guys need to understand that the ball is in your court more than you realize more than you realize. Employers are finding it really hard to find talented people who are ready to, you know, really set big goals in the business and it doesn't come in its traditional form anymore. So if you're feeling a little bit like, Oh, I don't have a traditional resume and my LinkedIn profile looks a little bit messy under the hood because I've moved roles. Maybe a couple of times I've tried out things that haven't been quite right. Guess what? That becomes a strength that actually shows that you take a little risk here and there. You have variety in terms of your skill set and what you're able to offer a business. So own it. You know, don't think of it as a fault. Don't think of it as, oh, you know, it's not like the perfectly stepped out CV. You're able to actually talk about the challenges, the learnings that you've taken from certain experiences that haven't been aligned. So it's really all about, once again, the inner work, like how you're talking about your personal brand to an employer is going to be worth so much more weight than how you're presenting yourself on paper on a resume so it's how you bring that to life and when I was working with Indeeds it was a six-week campaign which is just about to wrap this week you know one thing I really got to do was talk to so many job hunters out there people that messaged me directly to say Ruby your message out there I know what you're saying you know that it is the candidate market but it's so hard and I can't find the right job for me if you were in that bucket my number one question to you is, what are you doing to stand out? Is it that you're just relying on jobs coming up on the job page and you're applying through your resume, the resume that you've not customized, that you've not looked at for several weeks, months, let alone years, might I say, and then sending out a really generalized cover letter that doesn't even mean anything to you. So if you're reading it and you're like, oh my God, this is the most boring thing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> How do you think the recruiter feels? This is the most boring thing I've ever read in my life, you know? So think about what are you doing differently? What needs to change? Is it that you need a website, which isn't very expensive to start? It's easy. Is it that you need a portfolio? Is it that you need a showreel? Is it that you need to take some initiative and just contact the recruiter and be like, is there any way? I can take you out for a coffee. Can I get you on the video call for five minutes? Like, you know, sometimes it's just taking that little extra initiative
0: because the ball is in your court to take that initiative. I love it. That is so true. Thanks, Ruby. Now, I loved the white paper you wrote on LinkedIn as part of the Job Whisperer campaign, where you discussed how side hustles give you new transferable skills to find a better day job this is exactly what I shared on my podcast episode number two where the skills that I picked up in my side hustle are actually now part of my personal brand. And it's when I apply skills across different situations that I learn more effectively and it makes the learning process enjoyable as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, side hustles for me really
1: represents the future of work in so many ways. One of the ways is about the future of learning and how we're adapting, picking up new skill sets, because the thing is we can't rely on our employer to give us as individuals everything we need. It's not fair on the employer it's not fair on you so you more than ever we're in a generation where we're able to google something you know where we're able to just like we don't even need to find a library and find that book it's like right at the tip of our fingertips to start learning you know so when you have an interest and you have something that's calling you towards it think about maybe even now and again how could this help serve people With that interest and with that question, how can this serve people comes a bit of a foundation around your why to starting a side hustle and starting a business. It is not a mistake. It is not a coincidence that you're drawn to a certain skill set that can serve people. It is intrinsically you and you are meant to be doing that in some way, shape or form. Now, when you're able to couple that with what you're doing, let's say, in a traditional day job that you might have fallen into, or maybe it's something that you've just done because you studied it for X amount of years and you've just been propelled into this career. Now you're able to add a new dimension. You know, it's just like carving out many, we're multi-passionate humans. We always have been. And yet, you know, previous generations haven't allowed it so much as we do now. So by able by being able to couple your your skill set, everything that you've learned over your career with a newfound passion, that actually helps enhance the so much with an employer. You know, like I remember when I was side hustling, I said to my employer, okay, so I'm a recruiter, but I've started career coaching side hustle and my boss at the time said awesome let's get you career coaching people in our leadership sphere who are wanting to actually move to that next level. Let's get you career coaching people who, let's say, want to leave the company and that's okay, but can you help them as, you know, a way to say thank you for their service as a bit of an exit, um, you know, like an exit strategy or an exit gift from the employer, you know, have an hour or two with Ruby and my employer paid me the coaching fee to coach people that I was working with anyway. Like that is the future of work.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's just this beautiful cycle. Thanks, Ruby. That's such an awesome story of how you maximized opportunities around you to level up your skills. Now, coming back to multi-passionate, you are a mom of two boys, a wife, a side hustle coach, an entrepreneur, a brand ambassador, a keynote speaker, and LinkedIn's number one energy source. How do you juggle it all? But most importantly, how do you stay energized? Oh, all the energy work is so much about finding
1: what feels right from a balanced point of view. It's going to be different for everybody. So for me, I do do a lot of protecting my own energy. um, and it's come out in different ways around my business model. You know, so in the early days I was going out for so many coffees because I thought that was the way I had to get in front of people. And I also did so many free consultation calls. Like literally my calendar would be back to back to back and sure, a lot of them would turn into clients and some of them wouldn't. Right. But what happened was I was trading time for money consistently, consistently, consistently. And I'm like, something's got to change. I've got to just switch up my model. And so I stopped doing the hundred coffees a week. I stopped doing the consultation calls and I just decided that that was my business model, that if I was able to show up in a one hour live stream, and answer all the questions that people would ask me anyway in coffees or a consultation call but I was able to do it to like 20 people 50 people 100 people in the one hour what a way to protect my energy so that's a very kind of practical tactical way that I do that but from a spiritual perspective I do a lot of meditation I do a lot of journaling I do a lot of reading and learning and servicing my soul because if I don't do that then I'm not able to To give back to my clients in a big way, bigger than what I could ever imagine. So it does come down to you know, often balancing all of that. And I always give time to my family, my kids. Like I will time block things in my um, Google Cal as like prescriptive as that sounds. Literally, I have to time block it because my clients have access to my calendar. So if I don't block out four or five hours a, a day in the evening for like you know pick up dinner bath time all of that then clients will accidentally book in over that time and i'm like that's not cool I, I need my family time. So I will have four hours, five hours slab in the evening where it's just locked out. And then I might do a coaching call from like 8.30 PM my time when the kids are asleep and settled.
0: Yeah. Now you mentioned meditation. I'm still fairly new to it and I probably don't make time for it enough. Um, there's always a million things going through my mind. So how does someone get started on meditation? Do you use an app? How do you do it? I use an app.
1: I'm still, I am also getting, still getting started. So I don't yet uh, know how to meditate on my own. My mind is so busy and it's so fast. So I need an app. Now, there's two apps that have been really pivotal in my own meditation journey. The first one is Headspace. So I know, you know, it's like, I think it actually won Apple's app of the year or like got close, but got nominated. So it's right up there. Um, And then the one that I've moved to more recently is called one giant mind. And I love the ethos around this app because there are a lot of meditation practices out there that tell you to push out your thoughts and that you basically just have to like, let that go and then come back to being totally blank and centered. And it doesn't always work for me because, like I said earlier, I'm like a crazy <laughs> mind, got so much going on. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, but one giant mind is like, hey, invite those thoughts in. And, you know, let's just, let's just sit with them for a bit. What are they trying to tell you? And I'm like, yes, that is so much more my philosophy. Wow, that's so, different. Yeah, very different, very modern. It's a very alternative meditation practice, if you like. But uh, it also teaches you how to breathe. Like you and I were breathing now. Everyone's breathing, but you don't. Did you just take a deep breath? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like everyone knows how to breathe, but we don't actually know how to breathe and use breath work in a way that's
0: powerful. So So I'm just going
1: through this whole new like phase of learning meditation and and breath work as well.
0: Okay. One giant mic. Got to get onto that. (laughs) Now, just a few quick questions before we wrap up. What does the future of learning mean to you?
1: Oh, future of learning. I don't actually think the philosophy of learning has changed at all, but I think the way in which we consume learning has changed, right? The philosophy of learning is should always be like, never stop learning. You know, you stop learning when you die type of thing, as drastic as that, you know, every day as humans, we're assimilating new information, we're downloading new data, but we're now able to do this in so many different forms, you know, podcasts, audio books. Like I say, Oh, I've read, I've read that book. Right. But technically I've listened to the book. I haven't actually turned a single page cause that's the way I consume info. Um, you're learning through your community. Every single day, one of the things that I've started to do is write down the names of five people every day that I will reach out to. Now, it could be complete strangers in my community that I've never talked to before, or it could be close friends and family that I might not have given as much love to as I would have liked. But in that time of reaching out to those five, I'm learning from them. I'm learning what's going on in their lives. What's challenging them at the moment. What's, you know, giving them so much joy right now, you know, so learning comes in a way where it is about connecting like digitally. um, But also, you know, finding ways that feels right for you to help you feel just that little bit more uncomfortable um, in terms of things that you don't know you haven't researched. So yeah, go for it. Just go big.
0: Thanks, Ruby. Now, for our listeners who may be planning their next personal development goal or career move, what's your top tip from today to help them land their ideal job? Okay, so if we're talking about going
1: into an ideal job, what you need to do today is stop doing everything that you think is right. You know, looking at job sites all day, every day with alerts and then applying for them. Yes, do that, but couple it with Speaking to more people in your network, reaching out and just being like, Hey, getting yourself in a slightly vulnerable position, basically to say, I'm looking for something different. This is a bit uncomfortable for me to say, because there's so much failure, you know, sometimes in our minds around saying, I don't like my job anymore, or I want to move jobs because there's like this negative thing attached to it when it should be about, Hey, I'm ready to take this next big leap and people should be excited for you and help you actually move forward in your, in your goals to find that ideal career.
0: Love it. And finally, where can people connect with you online and find out more about Own Your Hustle? Sure. Well, the best way is to come and join the Own Your Hustle community on Facebook as
1: a free group. You'll need to request to join because it is private and I see every single answer before you're invited in because that's how you keep it soul aligned. But also um, check out
0: rubylee.co for any coaching or programs that you might be interested in. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Ruby. Thank you, Sean. I hope you enjoyed today's chat with Ruby. For the show notes for this episode, head over to digitallearners.co forward slash three for the links to Ruby Lee's website, her Own Your Hustle community on Facebook and her LinkedIn article on how to land your ideal job just like Ruby did. So head over to digitallearners.co forward slash three that's it for today's episode if you enjoyed this podcast it would mean so much to me if you would rate review and subscribe and let me know if this has helped you in any way in shaping your career goals i'd love for you to connect with us on instagram and facebook at digital learners podcast and for show notes for every episode head over to digitallearners.co.